Oh snap. Welcome to Tragedy Plus Time. Today on the show we've got Chris Bayo from Vampire Weekend. He just released a solo project under the name Bayo. Convenient. The album is called The Names and I love it. It's so freaking cool. Uh, Chris is here to talk about father and son bonding, music, and plenty of other stupid shit, so let's just get right into it. Here is Tragedy Plus Time with Chris Bayo. I uh, am just off the plane. I played in San Francisco last night, and I got about two hours of sleep. Yikes. Uh, Are you a little delirious right now? I'm feeling a little crazy. I think this is a good uh, state of mind to be in, though, at the as you know we start talking about this stuff. Yeah, because I'm gonna like take full advantage of the delirium, like like whatever's going on in your brain right now. Yeah. I feel like I feel like just let it happen. Just yeah, enjoy this weird <laughs> state of mind right now. I've uh, just been throwing coffee down my gullet uh, at like as fast as I can take it, and uh, yeah, I feel a little crazy, but in a good way. In a right. good way. Yeah. Well, that's good. You're alive and you're here. You made it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You you're now in a storage closet turned into a uh, podcast room at Funny or Die. Yeah. It feels a little precarious. Yeah. It's a little scary. It's a little scary, right? I'm looking right now. Uh, uh, I'm looking at Chris uh, through two walls of soundproof foam uh it looks like what is it it looks like lord of the rings the the two towers yeah like yeah definitely pretty scary like this is probably not the best way to wake up yeah it's a little it's a little scary <laughs> <laughs> so how'd the show go last night it was really good yeah um we got to play with visuals oh cool and actually a lot of the visuals we had um look a lot like these two towers that we're uh, talking between, like a lot of geometric stuff. I like stuff like that. I like kind of abstract, colorful shit, for lack of a better term. Right. No, I like abstract, colorful shit, because like if I'm somebody who doesn't, I am somebody who doesn't know much about art. Yeah. So when you say abstract, colorful shit, I go, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, (laughs) like, when it comes to art, you have to kind of, like, bring it down a notch for people, for, like, the modern viewer, but... I, I just, I... I don't know. I guess getting older, I feel comfortable just saying, yeah, I like, I fucking love abstract, colorful shit. And I have no <laughs> problem saying that and just leaving it at that. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I, I love, I'll spend a day just going to the museum and people are like, what do you, how does this make you feel? I'm like, I don't know how to feel. I don't get it, but I like it. Yeah. There's something nice about it. I can't tell you, like, what the, you know, artist was going for. Yeah. But it was cool as hell. But you know what? That's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. what it's about, as far as I'm concerned. I think that's a beautiful it's thing. It's more of the lack of understanding that I like. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> like, and don't ask me about it. It's like, don't ask the same. Like, another question you should just avoid is like, hey, what did your fortune cookie say? Like, don't ask me that. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck this up for me. This was between <laughs> me and the fortune cookie. This yeah, is between definitely. me and the painting. Wait, I have a question. Do you like going to movies alone? Uh, depends on the movie. Okay. If it's one of those things where I can't really put into words, like, why you need to see this with me, then, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, I like going alone. But, like, like, you know, if I go see, uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. Hell no, I'm not going alone. I'm going with, like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> you with You know what? People. It's <laughs> I saw party. Fast and Furious 7 alone. What? I did. Why? Um, you know, I, I, when I'm home... And I'm sitting around working on music. If I'm like bored or not feeling particularly inspired, something really great is to go to a movie alone. And my wife would never go to Fast and Furious 7 with me. And I mean, I think that shit's tight and I really wanted to go. <laughs> so I just went, went alone. And uh, 
yeah, it, it was it was you know it was a good movie to go along to it's, actually. It's so damn fun. Uh, my buddy and I both uh, went together with a group, and we put, we made shirts. And I had a uh, a shirt with a picture of Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. And it was a Vin diagram. So on on one end of the Vin diagram, yeah, it yeah. said fast, and one end it said furious, and in the middle was Vin Diesel. And it was like one of my prouder moments for a, a dumb. It was just taped onto my shirt. That's yeah, how yeah. I made shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Do you, I, I would wear that. You would wear that? I would wear that with so, great pleasure. I'll tell you what, after this, I'm going to make you a personal Venn <laughs> uh, Vin diagram. And uh, how, do, how do you pronounce it? Would you pronounce? Would you call it like a Venn well, diesel a, shirt? Wait, what's, your, what's the name of this shirt? Uh, I mean, I didn't name the shirt exactly, but it is like I do call it instead of a Venn diagram, it's a Venn diagram, and I thought it was pretty good. Okay, Venn so, Vin diagram. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so how's it been like? How, I, I gotta ask because um, you know, I mean, this has been such a crazy uh, time, I guess, for like Vampire Weekend. I yeah, re- yeah. Uh, recently, that uh, Rossum he left, correct? Well, he's definitely still gonna be involved, but yeah. um, he yeah he announced it uh, I guess last week, and um, you know, it, he as you know a f- huge fan of him, it's pretty exciting because he'll get to produce a lot more music. I mean, yeah. a lot of it. Uh, a lot of being in a band is about touring. Um, right. And when you're touring, it's very hard to like make records and produce records. And he'll get to do that. I mean, I'm definitely going to miss touring with him, but he's still going to be super involved in yeah. the next record. So, yeah. I mean, he seems like a hell of a guy. I met yeah, yeah. him, oh, oddly yeah. enough, I was I went to a Beach House concert and I met oh, him okay. up on the roof of the Fonda. And it was like the coolest. It was like he just seemed like such a sweet, cool guy. And he was yeah. like, making music videos and he seemed so excited about it. And, yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, good for you, man. Um, yeah, yeah, he's great. I went. Um, I we got breakfast last time I was in town about a month and a half ago, and he played me like a bunch of stuff he's working on, and it's all really awesome and really exciting. And uh, people have a lot of really great music to look forward to. That's cool. I mean, I'm glad when you have breakfast with friends, it's like, hey, look at this cool thing I did because I have breakfast with friends, and it's kind of like, hey, here's this cool thing I, I'm gonna do. But they never okay. do it. They never do it. Yeah, yeah. I spend most breakfasts talking to friends, then they're telling me about like a screenplay or a stand-up show or something that they're going to do. Okay. And then they never fucking do it. They never do they it. They never do it. Yeah. So it's cool that you got like like actually uh cool, hardworking, successful friends. So the people <laughs> the people at home, they're gonna be like, Oh, yeah. I actually have to do things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I wanna be successful, I have to actually do things and put things out and so that's cool. What you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take? Yeah, uh, Wayne uh, Wayne Newton said that, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely not Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely Wayne yeah, Newton. yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, how's it been though being alone? Like, how's this album been? Because I, yeah, I, I'll be straightforward. I fucking love it. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, when I uh, found out that you were coming on the show, I was like. Oh shit! I didn't even know you had a. T- I mean, this yeah, was yeah. a few months ago. Yeah, and I didn't know about the record, and then I well, it just came out when I heard it, and I it's great. I mean, it's perfect for like, you know, if I'm getting ready, if I'm go, if I'm going to a party, if I'm at a party, yeah. it's great. If I go for a run, it's it's just fun, feel good music, and yeah, it's, and it's super great. It changes from song to song, and and or not from. It, it's almost like seamless yet you know played from front to back you go a million different directions yeah and it's all so great uh so congratulations man thank you i <laughs> yeah. appreciate that and i like that you uh you run to it because i i was running a lot and listening to it while i was working on it oh cool and i was trying to make kind of like a running album uh yeah. and yeah it, it's been very exciting I've, I've wanted to make a record kind of for five years and didn't have the time or the know how I would try and make tracks and it was very frustrating because I'd 
put a sound into a computer and then I play it back to me and it would sound like complete garbage to my ears. And that's like right, a frustrating right. thing. And like at that point yeah. already I was, um, you know, Vampire Weekend was doing super well and mm-hmm. was playing bass in a really successful band and didn't know anything about production. Right. <laughs> so I was a very frustrated uh, young man at that point. But I really just spent time and learned how to produce and it's funny that you say i'm i'm frustrated that my band is successful well yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, 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 i don't know how that's to not the way i'm in i'm in one of the world's biggest bands uh but but i don't know how to produce so <laughs> yeah I, I know it's not maybe the most no, uh, relatable of frustrations <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh, that's <laughs> that's fair but um yeah i just i i really knew i wanted to make the record and i feel like i made the exact record i wanted to so it's been fun and it's been really nice like getting to play shows because it felt like this crazy thing that was in my head that i really wanted to get out like like a demon or something that you need to excise and so finishing the record putting it out is a little bit like uh like it was excised but actually being in a room and and playing the music for people that's when it's i think fully excised yeah no it's 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 great you got a great sound and it's rad i mean i was just uh showing some people even right before you came in yeah and and they were like this is incredible like literally okay (laughs) and we're talking and he's just adding every song to a playlist and it's oh thanks cool but it uh like you said though you used to play uh or you still do you play bass in vampire weekend Yeah, yeah and uh so when did you decide like hey i want to sing <laughs> you know yeah. like when were you like i'm gonna be the guy the emotional lead of this <laughs> thing like i'm gonna be the guy if, if people call like anybody a pussy it's gonna be me yeah it's my heart and soul and yeah yeah i'm okay with that i think uh, that's cool i don't think anyone will but yeah it's okay yeah <laughs> right um i yeah that's the thing i guess i always loved singing um but i felt like I was not very good at it. Like I, <laughs> I love karaoke. I'm so down for karaoke right. whenever. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, I like "Enjoy the Silence" by Depeche Mode. Ah. I also, um, I do love uh, "Killing in the Name" by Rage Against the Machine because wow. that one you don't need to be able to sing at all. You just need to be yeah, able to able scream. To, yeah, and and also bring it down when they're like, no, they do, they don't. You're not. Yeah, exactly. Do, don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that being like a a really fun song. Usually, I just go with something. Like I just go with like a, a classic, like a Sweet Caroline or what else? What okay, else do nice. I do? Oh, you know what I like, uh, like a lot is uh, "Whoop There It Is" by Tag Team. The rapping's really fast in that, right? Yeah, but you, you know, got it's it? like uh, you can do it. Check it. Uh, yeah, it's you it's, break off a little piece right now. Do you want me to? Okay. I would love that. All right, it's um. Tag team back again. Check it reflected. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, rejoice. And then, you know, you know that's, that's, that's how that's it goes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you got it. But with alcohol, it's mostly just me screaming into a microphone with a sick beat behind me. But, <laughs> it's a know. beautiful thing. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, I would love doing karaoke. I, I would write songs, but I didn't really know how to actually sing on a record. And that was sort of what took the longest with this album. Is it hard being in a band doing karaoke? Because, like, I would be... Uh, I feel like most people would be like, hey, you should do one of your own songs. <laughs> Cause, like, I did a karaoke of A-Punk one time. <laughs> How uh, did that go? I think it went well. Yeah. It was very much, like, the kind of vision of... Uh, it was, like, my rock bottom scene in terms of, like, the affair behind the music, just, like, doing a shitty <laughs> karaoke version of A-Punk. And, uh, Wait, why would you kar- say that if it's the rock bottom? It's, 
like that's just imagining like relive trying to relive your glory days ah. in the sense of like being in a room and doing a really shitty version of your <laughs> you know band's most popular song right there's um, a lot of there's a lot of potential for for deep sadness there right it's 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 almost seems like a kanye west type move yeah you yeah. know what i mean like i feel like kanye if he was to do if he were to do karaoke he would only do kanye kanye has one of my favorite quotes about music of all time. Well, he's one of my favorite quotes about just everything, everything know, of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kanye West. Of course. Uh, but he said, like, my greatest disappointment in life is that I'll never be able to see myself live. Wow. That is such a tight quote. That's so cool. He just says the coolest shit. Yeah, yeah. He goes on a Twitter rant, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. please, I'm gonna, I need to stop everything I'm doing and yeah, definitely. see this live unfold, because he, he'll write a bunch of tweets, and then he'll delete a bunch of tweets and stuff like yeah. that, so I'm just waiting for you to have your own breakdown, and like, I'm waiting. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could just plan it, like, it could be like one of those things. All you have to do is say that the world is flat, and apparently people will freak the fuck out. Yeah, I was into that. That was yeah, cool to follow along at home. The B.O.B. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you never know like where he's coming from and if he's having uh, mental health issues. So I don't want to like uh, laugh at him too hard or anything like that. But I did right. find it uh, pretty fascinating. I think don't don't look at it from that angle. Okay, look at it more yeah. from the angle of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, has, weighing in, has getting beef in there with a rapper. Like that is there's, cool. There's two ways of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna definitely. go with the Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making rap songs. Um, so another thing that that uh, cracked me up is like, um, you know, I like to do a little research before these yeah. things and stuff like that. And um, you know, I know the Vampire Weekend and every, you guys all met on an Ivy League campus, and so. Tell me a little bit about that because you're studying a bunch of different shit, and then all of a yeah. sudden you're at an Ivy League campus for a reason because you're you're like a brilliant dude. Uh, what's it like when you're there and you have to tell your parents like, "Hey, I'm gonna start a rock band," you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's sort of like all our parents were super super supportive of it. Wow, and, um, you have cool parents. Mine are like mine are just now getting on board with like. Oh, yeah. Okay, Anthony, yeah. Anthony's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my daddy's Ray Romano. Um, okay. Anthony's having fun. That's really bad. It's more like Kermit the Frog. But anyways. What I, you uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you keep rolling no, with it. I'm Commit a, to the I'm, bit. Dude, Just interview so me as Ray Romano <laughs> for the whole time. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just, there's going to be no questions. It's just me going. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, no, Ivy League was great. Uh, I think... Uh, my my parents both. I mean, my dad played in a band when he was a teenager, and my mom was really into modern dance, and like, yeah, they both were very artistic. So they were pretty psyched, just kind of from the get go. Let's get into it because I feel like people have gotten to know you a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right, Chris. Um, you're here today to share a story, and it's a uh, 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 kind of a, an interesting story. Uh, it's actually a very interesting story. <laughs> I'm very excited to hear it. Yeah. Um, so now again, we were talking about you're in college and and you graduate and uh and then you very quickly started. Uh, you were in Vampire Weekend at this point. Yeah. Correct? Oh no, this is this goes back. Oh okay. This goes back to 2004. Oh four. Pre Vampire Weekend. Right. And spinners I've... are at the top of the, like spinners and grills were really cool. Just trying yeah, to put yeah. people back into like yeah, yeah. what was going on in 2004. Uh, what, what else? You know, that was it. Spinners and grills. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I realized I never ever told anyone this story. My shame was so great that oh, wow. I kept it inside. Well, 
wait, does your dad even know? Because I know, no, I know he a little doesn't. Bit of, oh, he so, does not. And I would have told the only person I would have told would have been my then girlfriend, now wife. But I told her like three days ago, and she said, "You never told me that story." And she's like, "I wish I didn't marry you." Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, because exactly, we would have been dating for like a year at that point. It's not maybe the kind of story we maybe weren't at that level right. yet, where I was ready to <laughs> drop this story on her. People were like, "Come on, get on with it!" Like, I, I don't know. I'm really teasing. I know right? you really, really. I'm, I'm, this okay. Up. Uh, so, so summer 2004. It is after my first year of college. Right. So talk to me. Like, how was that first year of college? You know, it was good. I. Uh, how were you feeling? Were you missing home or what? Was I was looking forward to having like a father-son bonding weekend. I don't think I'd ever really done that before. It's funny you say that because yeah. I was just thinking that to myself. I was like. I haven't had any alone time with my dad. Yeah. I have three brothers. We're never alone. Right. I'm not, the only time I've been alone with that guy was when I was in uh, high school and I wrote a note to somebody and jokingly made a joke, uh, jokingly made a joke uh, um, about um, uh, butt sex. Okay. <laughs> like, so yeah, I yeah. made a joke about it. Because yeah, what yeah. else are you going to joke about when you're 14 or 15? Right. And... Um, he goes, hey, you want to go for a drive? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Like, just not even thinking twice. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And we go for a drive, and he's not talking much because there's something on his mind. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, your mom found the note. And I'm like, okay. I immediately know which note yeah, he's talking yeah. about. And I go, I, I just play dumb. I'm like, oh, what note? Worst yeah, question yeah. I could have <laughs> asked because his answer was, the butt sex note and i was like no that's no like you should never have to hear your dad say the word butt sex and we finished that he ends up giving me like the birds and the bees talk yeah and then we end up on this drive in the back of these mountains and he's like fuck we still have a long way to go on this one (laughs) so it's just uncomfortable silence for so long anyway oh god that's funny yeah the the, dynamics (laughs) that like yeah don't necessarily get explored it's that's funny yeah Yeah, it's so so different that was my like one time with my dad so anyways i'm sorry i we i like to talk about myself everybody does yeah hell yeah yeah (laughs) i like hearing about you all right because yeah it's like like i said this show is something where it's like it's two friends having coffee together yeah hell yeah. yeah anyways so I'd, I'd never done like a father son trip with my dad, and uh, both like music a lot. That was like a big part of growing up. Uh, so we decided to go to Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nice. How how was Cleveland? My time there is very much shaped. My memory of it is very much <laughs> shaped by this story. <laughs> I don't uh, think anybody has like a good Cleveland story. Yeah. No yeah. one. Even so, people in Cleveland are like, I haven't had a good day my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I have another Cleveland story, actually. We'll uh, get to that yeah. after, yeah. Not that, uh, yeah, and I, I like Cleveland. But, so, uh, we went to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. We, like, saw all the Beatles memorabilia. There's, like, a part I remember where you sit in, like, a little movie theater, and they show, like, an old Jimi Hendrix concert, and, like, Hendrix was my dad's favorite musician, so that was really nice. Do they, do they like, provide LSD uh, as you walk in? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it's worth the price of admission. If, you get it, if you're there, you might as well just drop some acid. Yeah. <laughs> really experience <laughs> this. <laughs> That'd that be a father-son bonding trip. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we, we watch, we watch that, enjoy all the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has to offer us. What was the weirdest thing you saw there? 
Oh man, you were I like, I didn't even know he would make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, it's it's kind of hard. Like again, this is like eleven years ago now, and what happened after just looms wow so large wow over the day that it becomes very difficult to remember like little details like that. I just remember enjoying the, the Hendrix concert. It I'm, is. How much have you tried to erase this story? I can't. I'll never will be able to. Apparently but so, <laughs> so we go, we spend the day at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and finish up uh, the day by going to a steakhouse. Right. Uh, and it, it's what kind of steakhouse are we talking about here? Like, are we talking like a, a, a sizzler? Or are we talking like a nice, like father son, like, hey, son, I'm going to show you the finer things in life. A nice steak. I would say in between ah, those two. Okay. I, I think it was chain E. Chain E. Yeah. We'll just say we'll just say it's like a Fleming's. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's one where and I think this is the only time I've, I've ever uh, experienced this where they like bring out the cuts of steak and they're like in plastic and you pick your steak that just feels weird yeah it it, i've I've been to one of those places and they were like they brought it out with the saran wrap over it correct yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah and they like show you the cut of steak because i don't know what the hell i'm looking for every time somebody goes like hey how do you want your burger cooked i'm like just fucking make it i don't know yeah yeah make it so it tastes good and i don't get sick (laughs) i'll take it that way yeah yeah so so I pick out the steak. I think it's a sirloin, and I pick out peppercorn sauce. Okay, solid combo. Solid, very, very, very simple <laughs> staple of steak. Peppercorn <laughs> sauce. Yeah, and so uh, they go away. They bring back my steak with uh, the peppercorn on it, and I start eating it, talking with my dad, whatever, talking about rock and roll, talking about some bullshit. I don't know. Right, talking shop with pops. Just talking shop with pops. <laughs> I get maybe halfway through the steak, and I feel a little rumble in my stomach. Uh, okay. It's a little... Uh, like it's, it's not a good rumble. It's not a good rumble, but not, you don't know it, which way it's going to go. So it's either saying, like, hey... You know, maybe save some room for dessert, or like, yeah. or uh, you know, yeah, keep eating this damn steak. You're a hungry boy. I get maybe three quarters through the steak. This is, is this a big steak. What are we doing? It's pretty big, I think. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, I go home, and my parents always want to give me steak, and I don't really eat red meat. Yeah. So my parents are always like, "Hey, we made you a steak." And I'm like, "Do you get force-fed red meat when you roll into your childhood it, home?" Yeah, I mean, not force-fed. I'll okay. eat it just fine. I don't. I'm yeah. not like a vegetarian or anything yeah, yeah. like that. But it's and it's funny because like being a vegetarian now, uh-huh. it's like. I, I accept it. Like people always make fun of vegetarians, and I'm like, you guys don't understand. The oh, veg- it's so much better it's, for the world. They, they're yeah. they're right. Yeah, they're 100 percent right. They are 100 percent right. Yeah. On, in what they're doing, like I know our grandkids are gonna look back at us. Yeah. At, at us, and they're gonna be like, I don't know how to. They're gonna be talking to yeah. their friends like, I don't know how to tell you this, Sarah, but. My grandpa Chris ate meat, and she's yeah, like, "No, exactly. Becky! Yeah, yeah. Why did he do it? Yeah, it's like it's like saying like if somebody was like, "Yeah, my grandpa was an SS soldier. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it's gonna be. And I know they're right. But my God, I just I'm like I'm I'm already in it. Yeah, I've gotten the taste. Yeah, I know yeah. what it tastes like. I know what it feels like to put meat yeah, yeah. or chicken or fish or pork <laughs> into my stomach. Yeah, I yeah, I love it. So I'm I'm working my way through the steak and. Basically, when I finish, I know something is really, really wrong. Like, I'm I'm sweating a little bit. Like Indian food, wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love Indian food, but I know what it's gonna do to me. Yeah, it, it, it. So I just, I feel really, really crazy, and that I need to get up and go to the bathroom. Okay. 
I run to the bathroom. Now, can I ask you? Because I'm yeah, I'm just assuming, going out on a limb here, that this is a big uh, number two. Oh yeah. How are you, how do you feel about like shitting at public restrooms? Oh, I hate it. It's the worst. I hate it. Do and you, I, I I used to in college. I would always like after lunch. I I'd always have to go to the bathroom, and my uh house was like too far away so i'd yeah. go to like the furthest yeah i'd yeah. go to the furthest bathroom i could find in a building where no one is going to be and i would just be there for a half hour like yeah, i'd yeah. like basically move in but it was kind of like you know when a dog is about to die they like go and hide right. that's how i felt every single day after lunch i was like i'm in shame i don't yeah, want yeah. anyone to see me yeah there's so I'd, much shame yeah. attached to it why is everyone afraid of talking to, like like people shit everybody yeah. shits there's a and book still, about it i know yeah and still yeah, I it, only when absolutely necessary. Word. Truly, truly. And so this is like a true emergency. I have to. So I get into the bathroom and it's crazy. It's like I, uh, to not be too graphic, I just split in two. Okay, like you say, I'm not going to be graphic, yet you paint the picture that your asshole splits in half. My whole body splits in <laughs> half. Not <laughs> just my asshole, <laughs> man. My whole being splits in no. two. And uh, it just keeps going. Like, and, like, keeps going. I think we pr- we're probably talking, like, <laughs> double-digit flushes, maybe. Double. Oh, so you did a courtesy flush. Oh, always. I Most like deaf. A courtesy flush is such a nice, th- it's such a but sweet I'm, boy I just move. Keep, I just keep going. Uh, and I'm I like as it gets worse and worse, or as it goes on longer, I'm like getting stressed. Like, how am I gonna look my father in the eye <laughs> when this ends? This is your first father bonding, yeah, like son bonding experience, and and here you are just like just shitting your life away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm I'm like stressed out, and I would say maybe like twelve to fifteen minutes elapse. That's a long time. That's a long time. And this is 2004. Did your dad like? I don't know what people did before, like, smartphones. Like, how did you wait for people? Yeah. Remember that? When you just had to, like, look at things? You're like, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah that's nice. He was, hey, why don't you bring those steaks back? I'll look at those for yeah. a few minutes. Yeah, he must have been really stressed. I So, anyways, this is going on. 15 minutes. I finish up. Okay, I'm just, like, thinking, like, it'll be awkward when I, like, look at my dad when I get up. When I hear... What is, without a doubt, the most horrifying sound I have ever heard in my entire life. Which is? The door opens, and I hear two pairs of high heels clacking and two female voices. Oh, God. I realized then it like hit me like a ton of bricks that I had just profoundly defiled a women's room in a steakhouse oh, in Cleveland. No. So I, mean, I shut down. I'm like I'm like in the trenches right now not trying to be found. Right. I don't say You're anything. behind enemy lines. I'm very much so behind enemy lines. Oh wow. You're like Kurt Vonnegut right now. Yeah, I I'm just trying to not get caught and not be like seem like some kind of insane pervert. <laughs> uh well, and I I it it passes. They leave, and I immediately run out, run into the men's room, wash my hands, because it would be truly insane to not wash my hands. But I'm not going to linger any, like, a single second more in the woman's room. Wait, did you wipe? Yeah, of course. Okay, because I don't know. Dude, I I don't know. What? How dare you? (laughs) I'm just like. How dare you? I'm just just saying, in a panic, people do weird things. They say, like, they say when you're panicking, you can lift, like, five times your body mass or something something crazy like that. Like, survival instincts. Like, if your baby was under a car, you could, like, basically flip a car. 
Maybe, yeah. Depending on the size of you. Yeah, so... <laughs> but I'm just saying, people do crazy shit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but you wiped. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, so I... I <laughs> Oh man, you're in it. I'm oddly, you're I'm our- oddly offended. That's the most offensive question I've ever been asked. Uh, look, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not the one shitting in. No, I know. <laughs> um, so I get out, uh, wash my hands, go back to my table, and my dad's like, "Are you okay?" I say, "Uh, yeah," and proceed to not talk about it for 11 years. Really? And now we're here. He didn't just go like, "Hey, Chris." Uh- <laughs> Everything all right? Like you couldn't, you didn't even just give you like, hey, what's up? You're just like, are you okay? Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about what just happened. Like all, the the amount of mystery that would go into that because like, yeah, most of the time, like, I don't know, growing up with three brothers, it was yeah. Like, if you went to the bathroom for a long time, people would always be like, oh, did you shit? And you're like, no, no, yeah. no. For some reason, people are afraid of it, but it's weird that we are. Like, why are we afraid of talking about taking dumps? I think it's just programmed into us by uh, this culture. I get most and of my best thinking done taking a dump. Yeah, yeah. It's a moment of clarity. It's a no phone zone in my bathroom. I just yeah, go, yeah. I go nice. in. That's where you you are. Uh, you're, do you feel like you're your most authentic self? I would say so. Nice. I saw a quote and it was uh, in a bathroom in a public restroom and it said like true self confidence is the ability to shit as loudly as uh, as humanly possible. Uh, so basically, like, don't hold those farts in. Get them out. Like, now's the time to do it. Now's the place. So maybe my true self-confidence is being able to talk about this uh, horrific thing that I did over a decade ago. Oh, Chris, you are so brave. <laughs> I, I, I really, oh, man, just just coming on here to yeah. uh, share share about shitting and, and stuff like that. It's, it's just really fantastic. <laughs> so so wait, what is, so so your dad, you, how did the rest of the trip go? I mean, are you just like. We just you? moved on. We swept it. It's in the rearview mirror, <laughs> man. The, We're yeah. not going we're not revisiting did, did, did it i'm like, not talking about it at one point did he put a blanket over you and he's like it's okay like you were the yeah, victim of a yeah. steak with peppercorn sauce. i don't know i would have to i'd have to ask him about it <laughs> i will <laughs> i will <laughs> you could just you could uh rewrite your song like uh just to tell your dad you could rewrite a uh, sister of pearl yeah and it could just be like something like oh father of chris he <laughs> shit his pants <laughs> or well, i guess you didn't <laughs> shit your pants but yeah <laughs> I'm just saying, if you wanted to break stuff and you're related to them, you could you could do it in a fun jingle. That yeah, I guess you I, have yeah, the I can power do to that. do it. I I don't. That is yeah. It's power of music, man. It's the universal it's language. Beautiful thing, isn't it's it? Huh? Really is. Beautiful thing. Um. So so, uh, after this trip, you go back to college and stuff like that, and yeah. this is now your sophomore year. And then tell me more. I mean, I just I'm curious as to like, um. You know what? What else like led up? Because I mean, clearly you've had like such a huge like music has been such a huge part of yeah. your life and everything like that. And then you go back to college and and you know when was it that you decided like I want to pursue music full time? Because you're there. Yeah. I mean, what what shitty thing happened to you where you were like, I just want to get my thoughts and feelings out on stage. It's you <laughs> know in front of people. I want them to know. It's not. I am kind of a lucky uh, asshole, I guess, because. I kind of stopped pursuing it. I played music as a teenager. I wrote terrible pop punk music. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just fucking start a band immediately in college. And this <laughs> is what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> I want to know what your notebooks look like. Like, what were you listening to when you were writing all these uh, in, what did you say, high school or grade school? or? Yeah, yeah, like 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 16. I mean, just like, I, I don't want to, you know. Just angsty. I, yeah, very angsty. Call me back, Sarah. Yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, not with, yeah, I didn't use 
Um, names. <laughs> yeah, I didn't use names. Uh, but th- that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. And um, I got to college. I didn't really meet anyone at the beginning that uh, wanted to play music. And I think that was a good thing because I stopped trying to make music and I just listened and I did college radio and expanded my horizons and uh, learned about the world of music beyond Call Me Sarah. And, um, <laughs> so Call Me Sarah is a, is a new track. It's coming out. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be re-released. Drop it. Yeah. Drop Call Me Sarah. Uh, uh, and basically kind of just fell into um, playing with other guys in the band because I had a bass. I recommend you, if you, you want to if you want to start uh it, you want to be in demand right. in a band. Well, cuz everybody be wants bass. to be the lead singer. Everybody wants to be the front man. Bass is fun, man. I like playing the bass. Uh, hey, there's not everyone knows that the the bassist is the chillest motherfucker in the band. Everybody knows that. Think like you yeah. every if you go to a show, the guitarist really into it yeah the keyboardist really into it the singer also very yeah. into it. drummer has no choice he's got two hands i mean he's just, slapping the tubs he's slapping tubs uh but <laughs> but the bass player yeah. always looks like he's just in his own he's listening to his own jams like he, in the groove he's in the fucking groove and he's just yeah. he's kind of just like doing this like cool little shimmy like yeah, yeah. everyone else is is just really getting into it yeah, and yeah. I'm not to say that you don't i've seen vampire weekend and I you get guys into you it. get into I it i get into uh, it yeah. but it's but it's so funny though just because it's it's it is a thing where the bass player usually nine, yeah. nine times out of ten chill bro they're chill, chill. bros yeah, yeah they're the they're the chillest homies yeah yeah so i mean uh, uh so yeah i mean but but yeah most people want to be the front man they want to be the guitars they want to be the, so yeah like, the bass gets pushed aside yeah but it's damn it's so damn cool and yeah i love it. it i love it so yeah i just basically was living in the same suite as ezra and uh he knew i had a bass and he's like hey you want to play bass in this band i'm starting called vampire weekend and uh now i'm here (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's how it happened this was yesterday it's Uh, not yeah it's not yeah it's not something that i was really thinking i would do with my life when i was majoring 21 yeah it's just not i didn't think (laughs) i was gonna do that um it's kind of just happened it's good you didn't plan on it because um i uh, growing up, I sucked at sports, and, and I've talked about me this too before. Great, we're in the yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're doing this podcast. Like, I don't think people who are good at sports come out and they're like, "Yeah, hey, let's do a podcast." Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. But it's uh, you know, growing up, I sucked ass at everything, and so I was like, "Cool, yeah. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be a baseball player. I'm not gonna be a football player or whatever." Uh-huh. Like. Oh, I guess I'm funny, and I was like the fat kid. So I was like, oh, that's I got that going for me. So yeah, I, was, yeah. I was the cliche funny fat kid. Okay, yeah. And I just kind of rode that out. That's uh, <laughs> now you're here, and now I'm here. I'm in a storage closet talking to you. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I made it. Um, uh, so yeah, so 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 the band is sort of like on uh, hiatus, I'd say, and now yeah, you're yeah. doing the solo uh, album, and it's and like I said before, it's so fucking fun. Yeah, and it's so cool. So I got to ask because I had some. I mean, every uh, just listening to it, there was um, there's a line about like you saying, uh, "I've never liked a lyric I've ever wrote or ever written." Or I never. Say, I'm okay, sorry, I'm butchering. No, no, let me it? think. Uh, uh, I never heard a lyric that I really liked. Every lyric that I've written is a lyric I despise. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so is that true about you? Like, do you ever write songs and you're like, "God, Chris, you're a fucking idiot." No. Uh, what What I was thinking there, I was thinking about how. When you're living, yeah, life feels infinite. Sure, and there's something really beautiful about that. And language, by its 
necessity is a limiting thing, especially compared to like the experience and stimuli of life. Right, you're language saying- is more finite, I would say, and then even more finite than that is trying to make words rhyme, right? <laughs> and that there's sort of like a an inadequacy um, in terms of like truly addressing what it's like to be alive when you write a song. That right. was where I was coming from, I guess, with that <laughs> lyric. But has there ever been a lyric, or or whether it's it's from this project, uh, yeah, from Bayo or from Vampire Weekend, where you go like, God, I hate that lyric so much. Like, why are we singing this? Why is this a thing? Um, I would say that my pop punk band, it's all I hate it all. <laughs> I uh, what was like the worst? What was fuck, what was? Uh, this was this was your I, high school pop. Uh, high school pop punk band. <laughs> um, lay it out. It was, so we had even. we had call me Sarah. Call me Sarah. That's of course. <laughs> Mostly, uh, if Sarah's listening to this, um, you have anything you want to say to Sarah? What up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> Call me back. Call me back. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, God, this is a very difficult question for me. It's a. I'm racking your brain here. You yeah. Gotta go, you got to dive deep now. If oh, I, you know what I would do? Okay, here's what it was. It was like go. I'd be like studying for the SATs, and then I would use fucking. SAT words in lyrics, <laughs> yeah. and it's like so terrible. No, like a sixteen-year-old. Oh <laughs> like, man, oh, I'm trying to remember. A, you get a hundred points if you just write your name. That's a that's just just facts about the SAT. Yeah, yeah, all you, SAT. Oh, <laughs> just some Schoolhouse Rock by by Chris Bayo. Uh, just <laughs> I can't even remember now. This is terrible. I, I should have done research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess to go back to lyrics, I'm I like I enjoyed writing lyrics on this record, and I think Ezra is. Uh, one of, if not the best, lyricists right now. So uh, yeah. I can't say that the the current lyrics either uh, I, I think well, are whack. So uh, so you recorded this album all on your own. How yeah scary is that? Because you go from being with like four very talented dudes, and you're a very talented guy yourself, and and but now you're like you're on your own. I mean, you must yeah. be so proud of yourself because you made something real. I mean, you I'm made- psyched. Yeah, I'm definitely psyched. I, I would say that making it on my own and it being super solitary mm-hmm. is kind of a good thing because I think anytime you make something, there are going to be periods of time where uh, self-doubt is really high. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're just listening back and you're like, this sucks. Absolutely. Every single track that I've made, there's that part uh, of the process. And to get through that self-doubt and work through it uh, on your own in a little room, yeah, I highly recommend it. I think, I mean, certain... You're saying just lock yourself into a closet. Yeah, it's maybe. hard with stand-up. You can't do like lock yourself <laughs> in a closet and do stand-up uh, because obviously that's like so much about reaction. It's funny though. There is a show. Uh, it's I forget what it's called, but it's here. Uh, I believe it's here in L.A. But yeah. where stand-ups go into a closet, where a soundproof room, and they do a full stand-up set, and the audience Whoa. is outside, and they watch it live on video. Whoa! And so the person is in the closet. Like I don't know if this is. I don't know if this. That's is going so cool. Well. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. What's it called? Uh, I want to say it's called Purgatory. I want to say it's called okay. Purgatory, but I'll, I'll definitely let you yeah, know yeah. after this. Um. But yeah, it's it's one of the most unique shows and if you ever have the chance to go to it i mean there's plenty of great yeah, comedy yeah shows. of course uh but yeah that one is definitely one of the more rad ones i think it travels too so okay yeah. nice but, i yeah uh, yeah i i would say that though for for me like working through all that on this record alone was very helpful 
at one point though like what was your greatest freak out moment when you're like by yourself are you did you ever like just you know i mean obviously you always see the montage in movies where someone's yeah. trying to write a book and it's like yeah they're typing away on their typewriter which yeah no one does anymore but it's like ching 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 and they're like no they rip the paper yeah. off they crumble it up and then they toss it to like their trash can and then cut to the trash can and there's 150 notes all on the ground and like yeah. only two of them in the trash can. so what is your what is that moment that moment you? is like the first day of trying to record vocals to the names i was working with an engineer yeah and like uh, i would leave the studio while he would comp the vocals like you know like picking words of different takes uh, and i would come back to have at least a little bit of perspective and he played it back to me and it was like fuck this fucking sucks so much <laughs> and it's all your fault it's What's all his name? no it's all my, no it's all my fault it's no, like hey someone just spent two hours or whatever working trying to make me sound as good as possible uh, and it sounds like complete and utter shit and uh yeah that was like i was just like fuck all right just fucking delete this song delete. it's all Get, scrap it Delete it all, Scrap burn it, the computer, Eduardo. burn the computer. I like to imagine your sound engineer's name is Eduardo, and he's from Spain. Uh, His name's John, he's from England. But, there we, uh, hey, it, there we, I, was, I, I was close with the year. Yeah, very, yeah. very. Uh, so um, that would be like a moment like that. And uh, I just know when, because uh, I make a bunch of videos and stuff like that, and here and there uh, I'll have somebody else edit it. I, mm -hmm. I like editing. I think it's like therapeutic. And, yeah, and, definitely. And if anything, it's like a learning experience because you, you you shoot all this video stuff with like your actors and actresses and all that stuff, and, and you're just trying to mix it all together, and you realize uh -huh. like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I wish I had that shot. I wish yeah, I had yeah. that insert shot of, 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 you know, a condom or whatever the right. hell this scene yeah, calls yeah. for. Um, but... Um, you know, and then when editors do it, 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 there's this nice relieving factor of like I dump off the footage and I give them a few like up top notes and you're yeah, like, because yeah. I'm sure this is probably a similar process for you. You're like, hey, you know, check out this take and this, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever. And I liked that one. That one felt good and stuff like that. And and they just they put it together the best they can based off your thing. And you come back in and you watch it and it's you're like in your head you're just like. Fuck you! You ruined this. Yeah. You ruined this project. This is nothing. What I said. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, yeah, and then, yeah. but out because you're you seem like a nice guy. I'm also I I happen to be a nice guy myself. Uh, I'll just be like, yeah, you know, we'll work on it. We're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna hey, you know what? This is yeah. a process. And I guess yeah, my mind goes to like shit someone tried to make it as good as possible and the like raw material that i <laughs> delivered is just so terrible it's like such a turd right. that cannot be polished John's with like <laughs> any like no matter how hard john would work on it did so you, did you ever cry did you ever have a good cry sesh no i didn't cry actually what? uh i didn't wow that's amazing that like somebody I would find myself a little bit like emotionally raw recording vocals and so stuff like that so you put in the you put in the blood and sweat but no tears yeah, not <laughs> not many tears. On, yeah, I can't. But the blood for sure. That's oh, most of mostly blood. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly just <laughs> a lot of blood. You're in there. You open up a wound, and then you're like, "Cool, I'm ready to play. Let's do it." Let's yeah, do yeah. It. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that. Like, uh, <laughs> music and pain and, and all that stuff go hand in hand. So yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Physical pain, not emotional. <laughs> I, I think you, I think that people have been getting it wrong for years. Okay. Why, yeah, yeah. why talk about breakups when you can talk about the time uh, you uh, self-inflicted injury? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool, man. Well, so then. Um, so you mix it all in London. You should, you're right. Um, you're living in London now, right? I do. I live in London. I lived there for uh, two and a half years now. That's awesome. I was there. I studied abroad there for a few months. Oh, awesome. Uh, five months in like 2012. Okay, where'd Recently, you live? I lived in. I went to Goldsmiths University. Okay. And so I and I loved it. And and so when I found out you lived in London, I was yeah. I was so damn jealous. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great city. So what brought you there? Uh, my wife's job. 
What does she do? She was uh, working in PR. She left the job, but it uh, moved us over there. And uh, it was pretty cool because I think you don't really necessarily get that chance to move to another country and have someone pay for it. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty lucky thing. That's incredible. I mean, I mean, I that's like the dream come true. Is yeah. is, is 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 just like oh maybe my uh, maybe my agent will send something right, of yeah. mine to like the BBC and they'll be like Anthony we love this yeah, oh yeah. hey this is the guy from the BBC we love you <laughs> like that guy the yeah, guy yeah. who does the BBC voice yeah, is yeah. also the guy who makes the phone call who yeah. goes like we love your pilot like or, your your uh, your pilot like yeah <laughs> and then they and then they fly me over and I live there and it's great and awesome uh what part of town are you live I live in Peckham which is oh, in okay. South London yeah I live in Islington before. Um, wow, you're I just... like it a lot. I. Uh, what do you like better about it? Because you're from New York originally, correct? Yeah, definitely. And I guess uh, the fact that I haven't lived there for most of my life, right? It's like yeah. new. It's still new. It's so huge, so sprawling. It's, that. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that like most people. Uh, when they go to Europe, everyone's like, yeah. oh, I have to go to Paris. I yeah. loved London more. It was like yeah. I, I got there, and maybe you had this experience, but I immediately felt like I was at home. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I got there, and I've got a few bags and uh, you know enough for six months or five months right. of travel. And, yeah. And um, and and it's and it's from September to or sorry, not September, like August to December. Yeah. So it's gonna be like everything from like warm, like I'm yeah, wearing yeah. shorts the first day, to yeah, yeah. freezing cold, and coats yeah, yeah. take up a lot of space. So. I get off. Uh, I, I'm jet lagged. I'm just so tired. Uh-huh. I, I, I took the 12 hour flight from Los Angeles okay, there, and yeah. I did not sleep a bit because I I was watching. What was I watching? I think I was watching like reruns of Parks and Rec. Okay, and, nice. and, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I gotta catch up or whatever. Uh, I got some time, and I uh, uh, I'm on the flight there, and I don't sleep, and I get off, and I have no idea where I'm going. I'm supposed to go yeah. to my friend's flat and drop my stuff off okay, yeah. there, and um, I get off, and I'm lost. And within like a minute uh-huh. of me just looking like I'm about to shit my pants, yeah. uh, someone goes like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you look lost. And I'm like, yeah. I am lost. Like, oh, thank you. So they're like, yeah. where are you trying to go? And like, they took me to my friend's flat. They were like, right. I was like, don't you have something to do today? They're like, well, now this is on the agenda. Yeah. I was like, where do you even have a job? I was more concerned for the person. I'm like, you need to get yeah. your life together, but you are very sweet. Uh, and so they took me straight to their flat. And they, I was like, do you want a beer awesome. or anything like that? Yeah. And they, were, nope, they didn't ask for anything. So I have the a friend story ah. that is the polar opposite. Oh, please share. Moving from San Diego to London, had like a temporary housing situation set up. Ugh. Gets off the plane, um, drops her stuff off in the flat. That was like arranged online. Right. Goes around the corner to have like lunch, comes back. Every single thing of hers is stolen. No. The p- polar opposite. Uh, story. Can that's you imagine so that when you move to up. another country? That's awful. Yeah, yeah. That would be like I would freak out. I'd be like, uh, is this like a yeah, weird yeah. like game punked or something yeah, like yeah. that? Like, oh, that's so fucking rough. Yeah, that was. That's like that's my worst. Crazy. I have that fear though. I have that fear. Like even when I'm driving home at night, I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself because I live in this like studio apartment and stuff yeah. like that in kind of a shared house, and the door's always unlocked. And so don't go looking where I live, people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. Door, the front door is always unlocked, but my room is always locked, and uh-huh. so I'm always thinking to myself, "This is the day I go home and all my shit's gone, yeah. all my." All my stuff, and I got a lot of valuables. Yeah, in yeah. You were, I loved the, in the Sister of Pearl music video. Yeah. Uh, you're just dancing through the streets of London. Yeah, and like a fool. 
it, it really does the city justice because a lot of people yeah. when they think of London they think of like Big Ben and all these things uh-huh. and, and what's so unique about the whole place is like it's a if it's a very busy city in some places yeah. and in some places it's very it's so quaint and charming and there's yeah and like no one knows about the the uh, London canals and like I've got right. a buddy who lives on one yeah uh, and it's it's crazy he lives in a houseboat on the canal oh he lives in one yeah that's so cool yeah I I learned a little bit about the the world of the canal people uh from doing the video because we just we made friends the with canal someone folk the <laughs> canal folk the people who live on boats and they like they're allowed to be in their spot for two weeks and they have to sail to yeah. another part of the canal they're basically city pirates it's cool man it's cool as it's hell. really and they were very sweet the uh the two uh canal folk that helped out the with canal, the music what are they video. <laughs> what because they're i mean i feel like there's there's not many jerks in in london it was so f- uh i i got very Obsessed with the fact that, like, uh, you know, being on a college campus, especially yeah. Gold, Goldsmith, so which is in pretty much an art institute, yeah, I yeah. Met, well, some of the best, I met some of the best people there, uh-huh. and they love to party. Right, they yeah. do so many drugs. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. It's like terrifying that, like, yeah. you'd, you'd walk in. My kitchen wasn't that kitchen, but like, you'd go to like the neighbor's flat, and they had a, ki- they'd always have like these kitchen parties, uh-huh. and it would be kids from all over the place, and it was just every pill and powder under the sun. And I was yeah. like, they were like, oh, Anthony, yeah, you want some drugs? And I was like, ah, I'll just take like if you got like a little weed, and they're like, ha, yeah, we yeah. stopped doing that when right. we were twelve. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is yeah, going yeah. on here? But then it seems like they that you graduate and uh, you just become an adult. It was yeah really bizarre because like yeah. every time I left the campus, all the young people were like very like forward thing- thinkers, and and they you know I'd I'd have coffee with somebody who's like a stranger that I met at a bar, and right, like, they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I used to do all that stuff in college, and like yeah, that was like three months ago. Yeah, I don't really do that anymore. But yeah, it was yeah, a pleasant yeah, yeah. time when I was I did it. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, how do you do this hard cool. switch? I love it. I never really got into like drugs or anything like yeah, that. I always had a neither. good time just being an obnoxious idiot that I am even when I'm sober. So um, yeah, I stopped smoking weed like a long time ago. Yeah, how's that working out for you so far? It's great. I I love it. You're um, much but more the reason productive. why the reason why I quit was because I was uh, and this is uh, if you haven't read Moby Dick and you're uh, I did y- and and you don't want any spoilers, I would say skip over this part of the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I was just like this, <laughs> man, dude. I don't know, man. This is pretty edgy, Chris. Yeah, I don't yeah. want people like coming here and being like us ruining Moby Dick for them. I I would not want to spoil Moby Dick for a single <laughs> soul. But so I uh, I was really just smoking a lot of weed this like 12 years ago and um uh i was just really burnt all the time it was and so i was reading they, moby dick at the time exhausted or is that like no like like when you smoke too much weed uh, and like the next day it's like a weed hangover yeah kind of, I, where hate, like, I hate when people call it a green day and i just realized that's what it's oh I was okay like, i didn't know that <laughs> yeah i didn't know that either okay yeah. so somebody was i was like what does green day mean and someone's like are you fucking serious like it means weed hangover and yeah like, oh it's the day after you smoke a bunch of weed so I, I got to the end of Moby Dick. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of book. Well, I, I was reading it over like a couple of weeks, but I got to the end of it and I'm like, what just happened? And then I went back like four pages like, what just happened? And I read it like three times or four times before I realized that the ship sank. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> that's like if I can't like, understand the, the very obvious uh, thing happening at the end of the book, it's just not huge, for me. That's like the one part of the book that everybody knows. And you're like, hey, guys, spoiler yeah, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I finished the book and I didn't know. Is that? Yeah, that's why. Next thing you're gonna do, you're gonna tell them that there's a whale named. And yeah, right. You're gonna be like, what? Yeah. Don't ruin this for me, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So so is this the first time that you've been back in the United States in a while? Then. Yeah. Uh. Well, not that long. Like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that long. What? Uh. 
they get it as just because I mean every time every you know or I guess you're I mean, second person a musician to come in yeah and so I'm curious I'm always curious because there's there's something so unique about like a rock star's life especially somebody uh-huh. like you because when you think of like a rock star a lot of people have yeah. in mind these like uh, you know you got the the Mick Jaggers of the world the, the, yeah the, yeah the, the live fast die young or for their in their case live fast just keep live living forever live yeah. forever yeah, he, fast, he will, I think forever. he's like a vampire or something something's yeah, going he on looks there. incredible uh, does he look incredible I think. <laughs> I think he looks incredible. He is, the fact that he's still performing is is very incredible. Uh, but then, like, you come in and you're like an Ivy League student, and you're yeah. you're a very sweet, uh, well, like, put together <laughs> man who enjoys art and mm. and 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 lives a, a, a in London, and and you have like a. It sounds like you have a very good relationship with your wife, which is unique yeah. for a the the typical or sorry the stereotypical rock star. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta know, like, what is that like? Like when people think of rock stars, and what is it that they like have this perception of you as a person? And then you come in and you're like, hey, I'm a sweet guy. I'm just. I like, mean, I think you would find like almost anyone who makes music and does it professionally whether they're on drugs or stone cold sober they do take it really seriously right um the and jack that, whites of the world <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah every people i mean it can come in any form sure whatsoever so yeah i, I think that also i don't know I, there's sometimes where i'm just so tired like you get up so early for flights and stuff like that. I don't. I, I think to myself like, if I had a drug addiction on top of this, this would be like <laughs> so so terrible. It's so, like so how do you if you like? So you have a you don't have a drug convi- uh, condi- uh, addiction out of convenience. It's like it's like it, this would be this would inconvenience me. I would I would just it would ruin my day. Can you imagine though if you're like, yeah, you just you get into a new city and then you have to like find drugs. Uh, Oh yeah, it no, would be so terrible. It sounds like it sounds like. I mean, I've already got enough shit. I'm like, yeah. When I go to a different city, I'm like, well, I gotta go see that landmark. Yeah. I, if I'm in St. Louis, I gotta go see that arch. Yeah. If I'm in Vegas, yeah, I so gotta I guess. go see the sign. <laughs> I don't need drugs on top of that, but but uh, sometimes, uh, depending on who you're with, they always like sneak into a car or something. Okay. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I take them. I'm just saying I've been on plenty of trips where people are like, "Hey, you want some shrooms?" I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm good." But uh, yeah, I. Yeah. I guess I'm just a big old nerd. I don't know. <laughs> nah, we're both big old nerds. Yeah. That's what makes that's what makes this life great. Is like now it's cool in like 2016. You're allowed to be a big fat nerd, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 weird. Like, you know, it was weird. Like, you know, people talk about being a nerd and like being a nerd before it was cool to be a yeah. nerd and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's just the truth is is like uh-huh. we all like things, and now we're yeah. living in a time where like you're allowed to like whatever you want. It's and a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful beautiful thing uh and, and that's what i like about it but you know if i if i you know i get some of my best friends ha- like they, they love to party and they yeah, love yeah. like drugs and stuff like that and they'll be the first to tell you like i'm gonna i'm gonna take this ecstasy or molly or whatever and yeah i i know uh like to tonight's happiness is just bar or like <laughs> tonight's fun is borrowing happiness from tomorrow and i was like that's a beautiful thing of yeah. saying and they're like yep anyways here you go and they, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know they 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 pop some molly or whatever and and I'm like, great. You know what? If that works for you, great. I'm not gonna judge no you. Doubt. But I'm like, if I'm if I'm just chilling, I'm having a good time at like a at a concert or something like yeah. that, and I, you know, I have a beer or something. I'm more than happy with it. Hell yeah. Because the truth is, is like that's as good as life gets for me. And if <laughs> if I just add shit onto it, yeah, yeah. then the next concert I go to, I'm gonna be like, no, this was not as good. There it's you the go. Sad truth. Shit. You should you should be doing drugs only when things actually suck. 
funerals. There you go. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well. Do you have any other like sad or or catastrophic stories that that have like come to mind over the podcast? I know I've been kind of steamrolling you here. No, I uh, I'm trying to think. I guess one story I thought of was in Cleveland, another Cleveland story, ah, and this was sad. It was uh, the hot in Cleveland. It was the day after Thanksgiving, 2007, and Vampire Weekend played the Beachland Tavern. Okay, cool. I don't know where I don't know where that is, but shouts to uh, Cleveland. Shouts Beach. to Beachland Tavern, yeah. and like uh, we were. You know, we finished playing. It's like like 200 people or whatever right. were there. And we're selling merch. And there's this really, really nice guy who buys a bunch of merch. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, it just seems like a really lovely dude. Yeah. He leaves. He comes back five minutes later, and his face is covered in blood. No. What happened? He got mugged and got his merch stolen. It was somebody, bizarre. It was crazy. Somebody mugged him for a T-shirt? I don't know everything that was. Uh, I think a lot of stuff was taken off of him, but it's really sad. Oh man, that's like the roughest thing in the world. I know. Yeah. That's so. That's so shitty. Like he just had the time of his life, and you guys said you were selling the merch yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of yeah, a lot of bands do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Especially like starting off. Or yeah, yeah. do you guys still do that? No, we. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah, say. I can't yeah, imagine yeah. like selling out, going to like the forum or something like yeah, that, or a yeah. huge place, and, and selling like, hey guys, stick around after the show. We're gonna be selling yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. But what I was gonna say was, it, it is really sweet when I go to a show and, mm-hmm. and the opener or whatever like is out there selling their merch yeah it is it's such a cool unique experience for the yeah. fans who are you know who connect with the music and, and i know you're thinking to yourself like you're probably thinking to yourself like dude i'm just like a guy putting out a few songs i'm yeah. glad you like the record yeah and he's like that record spoke to me and it was yeah. the greatest thing that ever happened to me and here he is meeting you guys get some <laughs> t-shirts yeah and then he just gets mugged yeah yeah the yeah one, it was really sad it was the best worst day of his life yeah it's sad <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. Like did you get his name ago. or anything like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like eight years ago. I will. Um, and did then I did have him? one. I have uh, one London story. Oh, okay. Which was my thirtieth birthday party. Okay, that's a big one. That's yeah. Like, I, I when I think of thirty, because I'm not thirty myself. I'm, yeah. I'm incredibly young. I'm a little big, big little baby, baby, baby boy. Uh, but yeah. Um, when I think of thirty, it's always such a milestone. Just uh-huh. because I think of the Friends episode where like. Uh, uh, I think Phoebe or Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer Aniston, uh, yeah. uh, Rachel becomes turns thirty, and yeah. it's like I'm thirty and I'm alone. Yeah, <laughs> but you're like thirty and happy and married. And yeah, but you know, <laughs> I, I um, I was, it was, I was really nervous. Um, not about turning thirty. Right, that's fine. I have like uh no angst about that, but um, I have a lot of angst about uh, throwing a shitty party. That's you don't want to. Th- I don't want to throw a whack party ever. No, that's why I don't throw parties. I wouldn't. Uh, I guess that is the. If yeah. I threw a party, I wouldn't even want to go. I'd be yeah. like, I'm not a party guy. Yeah. So I, um, you know, and we had been living in London for about a year and knew some people, but definitely had a kind of social circle where it was possible that we would just throw a whack. 30th birthday party sure like like you go i love you guys you guys are great yeah. nice people to catch up with and like, grab, grab, but grab born ass dude on his 30th <laughs> yeah. birthday yeah that's yeah. that was so that was what i was anxious about and um a friend uh rented who like uh he works in the restaurant industry he rented this slushy machine okay and he was making these margaritas that like were probably like 40 percent alcohol oh, but so it tasted because it froze in the slushy yeah that it tasted like you were having a slurpee yeah. and you you were drink. i was drinking it like it was like a uh not a highly concentrated margarita is, and is i was a little bit anxious is it called like a margarita man the machine 
I think so. It's like I think it's, so. there's like a big buff dude on it who's like flexing it, and yeah, it's funny how that's become like the party staple of like, hey guys, we're gonna have Taco Man, which is yeah. always it's never a man, it's always like a woman making tacos in someone's yeah, yeah. backyard, and we're also gonna have Margarita Man. Yeah, but like <laughs> one of those is actually a human being, and neither of them are actually men. And right? So yeah, yeah. Like, why don't we just say we're gonna have a margarita machine and also tacos? Yeah, like, yeah. Make it simple, but yeah. Whatever. So I was just I was a little bit anxious. And I didn't know the alcohol concentration in my drinks. Sure. And do you people ev- are arriving. Do you ever actually like look at the number though and go? Like, well, they oh. measure it out actually in in London, so it's pretty oh. pretty consistent right. uh, usually, but not this time. They do their maths. And over so there. their maths. At midnight, I black out. You at so my thirtieth birthday so party. So twenty nine, boom, turned thirty, dead. Well, not just dead, but blacked out. I survived, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, you live to I'm tell here. the tale. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm being, I become a zombie apparently. Right. At, with a lot of people, I don't know very well that are like at my birthday party. And the uh, best time to be at your worst is in front of strangers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And and um, basically, my friend Alex noticed that I was a zombie. <laughs> and told my wife who was just chilling in the backyard like oh it's only midnight at a party right and she had to put me to bed oh no i so i had to be uh, i was put to bed at my 30th birthday party <laughs> somebody tucked you in i was Basically, tucked in instead of 13 going on 30 it was 30 yeah. going on 13 somebody tucked you in you yeah also re- you picked up the lyrics to to call me back sarah yeah yeah <laughs> you exactly. were rewriting that yeah so that was uh, so that was that was my uh that's that's like so the you, worst thing that happened but I guess, was in the London. part how was the review of the party Oh, it was great! It went. So you it threw went, a good party. I did. I threw a good party. You threw a good party, I, I and know. you didn't even get to experience. That's the thing. It. That's truly yes, yes, and that's that's like what um, like my wife said that because it, it went really late and yeah. it was really fun, and I just like was drunk and passed out in the bedroom. But was, is there any other way to turn thirty? I see. The thing is, that's some like I feel like that's early to mid twenties behavior. You're and sure. if you do want to look at the milestone of turning thirty, it's yeah. like. You're getting a little too old for that shit. So well, there was a little, there's something a little bit, uh, for me, uh, disappointing. In that, that was my uh, like 30th it, birthday look, party. Look, look, yeah, look, yeah. Look. I, I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, like, yeah. I'm an old man. Like, yeah, yeah. like the last time I think I got just hammered on my yeah. birthday was 21. Okay, Because nice. it was like, yeah, you yeah. have to. But my birthday always, like, growing up, my birthday always fell on, yeah. like, when we were, my parents were traveling. It's in August, so it would okay. always be... Uh, hey, we're, we're like, basically, long story short, I spent most of my birthdays growing up in airports. So I okay. didn't really have parties growing up. Yeah. And so as I got older, people would always be like, what do you want to do for your birthday? You're, uh-huh. turning, like, you're turning 16. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just go get like, you know, I'll go take the driving test. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll go to the beach or something. Nice. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. what if we do? We got a party. We got to like, do yeah, yeah. And me, I still have that mentality of like, on my birthday, it's the last thing I want to do is make it about myself. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather do that on like a random Wednesday and be like, yeah. guys. Uh, we're celebrating my half birthday at Dave and Buster's, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but but I, uh, so so, what I'm saying is like 30 is one of those things mm-hmm. where I mean I don't plan on getting drunk, but people yeah. will force it. People yeah, yeah. will oh, force no it doubt. on you. It's they're no just doubt. like here, drink this, and then uh, you know five five in, you know everyone wants to take care of you on those yeah, milestone yeah. type birthdays. Uh, so I I say in uh, like you don't feel any shame about it. Okay. The fact that All you right. got tucked in. All right. Um, but yeah, no, that's incredible. <laughs> Do you have pictures to to? The, the no, no one, no one took. Uh, 
compromising photos oh, of me see, that I know about. Anytime you're drinking, I think it's a good idea to at least have some photos to okay. share. I've, yeah. I've made it a habit <laughs> of if I'm drinking at a bar, and it's very rare that I get drunk at a bar, but yeah. it, it's, it happens when my favorite bar is like two blocks from me in LA. Okay. And, yeah. it's, uh, and so every once in a while, I'll wake up the next day and I'll just uh-huh. have a whole bunch of selfies with strangers. Okay, wow. wow. <laughs> Which is yeah, not, yeah, that's, it's not that's a, funny. Look at, this is not a good habit. I don't yeah. know how I haven't been punched in the face, but this has been going on for years. Yeah. I mean, there's been uh, uh, New Year's Eve parties where okay. I've woken up with like a whole bunch of, the best was Vegas because I found a cowboy, yeah. a few Middle Eastern men, uh, a whole bunch of um, uh, a bachelorette party, uh, this and that, and and all of them, all of the photos, everyone looks like they're having a good time. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't, I don't feel bad because I'm not ruining their thing. I just, I what my move is just being hammered, being like a guy, and be like, hey, you want to take a photo? And they're like, okay, and I just grab my phone and yeah. take a photo with them. And I'm telling you what, it's the <laughs> one of the most rewarding things. It's just being able to make yourself laugh and 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 the very few times it's this probably happened four or five times yeah yeah all of which have been the funniest thing that's ever happened to me and it's it's one of those things like if yeah. i showed you the photos you'd be like yeah okay, okay. It's like, i guess it's funny <laughs> but it makes me laugh and, yeah. and i know people listening to this are gonna be like well shit now i'm gonna do that yeah that's great um so i okay gotta ask who's gotta wrap this up um so, uh, you know, we've been kind of going back about, uh, uh, you know, your relationship with your dad and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like shitting your pants or, or no, sorry, not shitting your pants, but like almost. <laughs> yeah, shitting my pants <laughs> and not wiping. Right. I'll tell you, we've, it's, but no, you, okay, want to make it very clear. Let's clear that up. You did wipe. I did wipe. You did wipe. On the record, the, please. The ship uh, goes down please. in Moby Dick. I uh, just want to yeah. cover everything we covered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but but uh, talk to me, like, what is your, I guess, what is what is your advice of like dealing with these things of like. Like, how do you deal with the guilt and the shame of, like, is it, is it just, like, coming on a podcast yes. and stuff like that? Or like this is my, okay, this is something that I've been thinking about, and what, the way to approach it Here we go. is that every emotion, for good or for bad, is temporary. Oh. And at least in the situations where you're experiencing a negative emotion, that temporality is a good thing. There will come a day... When you can go on a podcast and talk about <laughs> wrecking a woman's room in Cleveland, <laughs> it sounds it's funny when you when you say wrecking a, a woman's yeah, yeah. room in Cleveland like that. If, if out of context, that could be anything, anything but yeah. it means no taking a huge shit. In a woman's yeah, and just like yeah, like you know whatever heavy emotions, whether right. you know shame, uh, depression, uh, you know, there's a temporality to it, uh, hopefully, and. Right work through it and, and get through it I've and, noticed, uh, yeah i've noticed uh it's it, that's that's it uh, you put that so beautifully <laughs> and it and honestly like it's, it's like a listener if i was listening i'd be like wow that's deep and that's so great okay but my first thought was yeah. like yeah every it seems like not every 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 girl i've ever met in like west hollywood uh-huh. there's, there's a certain type of woman i'm going to say all women but there's a certain type of woman who always has like a tattoo and it says this too shall pass okay and it's like a, i don't know where the quote came from yeah, but yeah. like uh, at first i saw it in college and somebody had it and i was like oh that's so unique and like i love that that yeah. that, 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 that that's sh- it's the shortest way you could say that and um and it's and it's so great but then i noticed this tattoo just kept, kept popping up right and up and up and up and, up. and so uh, like, thank you for that refreshing take of like okay. every emotion like like yeah, it yeah. is 
they're just like, you know, that boyfriend, like that breakup, it'll pass. Right. Like yeah, this yeah. is this is like it covers it all. Like yeah, every yeah. emotion, whether it's embarrassment or or anything, it's it's what is it? What do they say? Emotion is fleeting. Is that what I want to say is like the, a quote, but I forget yeah. where I read that. But it's very it's, yeah. it's very uh, nice that like you could you could kind of come on and say that because I like this. The show is kind of like a reminder for people that even the worst things yeah. are. Um, you know they they are learning experiences and, and and if anything like the most the most tragic and the most catastrophic events and uh it, whether it's somebody dying or or just you know uh taking a huge shit above yeah, yeah. its restroom <laughs> like uh, all of that stuff it's going to be better on the other side yeah, and, yeah. and you're going to get through it and you're going to be able to look back and you're going to be able to laugh about it yeah. and so today you are that person you're Hell able to yeah. look, you're the stronger man <laughs> uh well okay chris uh Bayo, thank you so much for coming on uh this has been really awesome. Thanks um, so much for having me. This is really fun. Yeah, dude. Uh, where where can we find you? I am on tour. Well, I guess okay. So for the next six weeks, so seven you're weeks, gonna be all over the. I'm network. all over. You go to bayobayo.com. Boom. Dates. Dates. I'm going out. I'm, I'm shaking out, hands, kissing babies. Let's do this. Have you kissed uh, any babies since you've been in a band? No. Probably a good thing. No, I have not. And if you're kissing babies, I think we got to put an end to that no. now. <laughs> no. I'm, uh, yeah, I... Uh, Nobody wants you to touch their baby. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. general people. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No, no. Well, I think if... You're saying if you're famous enough, you're allowed to kiss No, babies. I'd be psyched if like Obama kissed my baby. I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, well, I'd let Obama... Uh, uh, I'd let Obama kiss me. Why yeah, me not? Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, I mean, how many people can say that? Yeah, exactly. How many? Like, I'm, I'm a straight. I'm. I don't. I don't even know why I feel the need to say that. Like, yeah. any anybody could say that. Like, of course. Who wouldn't let Obama kiss him? Yeah. Well, I, uh, a lot of people out there. A lot of maybe. people. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, you have the chance to kiss the president. Yeah, totally. So uh, I'm, I'm on tour. Uh, have the record out. It's my first record. It's called The Names. And uh, yeah, I'm around. Yeah, it's a fantastic album. All right, guys. Uh, great. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, guys. That's it for Tragedy Plus Time this week. Be sure to check out Chris's album, The Names, now on iTunes and Spotify and, you know, I don't know, all those other places you can get music. Um, you can follow Chris on Twitter and Instagram at O-I-A-B. Yes, that's just his last name spelled backwards. Uh, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Tragedy Show for updates. All right, guys. Have a good one.